Hello and welcome to episode number 68 of the Hobbies and Happiness podcast, where we talk off a hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today we're going over my favorite thing about card games, the secondary market. All right, I, I knew Jim uh, would enjoy this episode. <laughs> Or, or, or this topic. So, yeah. um, but before we get into the topic, we need to talk about our sponsor, Amazon Audible. All right, if you uh, if you like audiobooks, you need to head over to our affiliate link, uh, www.audibletrial.com uh, forward slash hobbies and happiness. If you follow that link, you can sign up for a free 30 day trial of Amazon's Audible service, um, and you get to pick up a free audiobook. That's right. As soon as you sign up for that service, you get a free audiobook. And what's even better is if you have Amazon Prime, you get two free books, actually. So two free credits for for your account the moment you sign up. So again, follow that link down in the description, down in the podcast notes, however you're listening to this. Um, follow that link and sign up for your free 30-day trial today. If you don't like the service, you can cancel before the end of that 30 days, but you get to keep those free credits on your account. So you can get a free audiobook of whichever one that you're looking for. Um, so again, follow that link down in the description, sign up for your, uh, for your free trial today. All right. So yeah, today we're talking about uh, secondary markets. And so this, it's, it's, it's kind of, uh, this is a very interesting topic. Okay. And mm -hmm. honestly, I think this topic alone is very polarizing. Yeah. It's very polarizing. I don't think it's polarizing in the card game community because I think everyone in the card, the car, the basically the TCG and the CCG community yeah. knows about it, accepts it, enjoys it, oh, and, yeah. and thinks it's a positive it's, thing. It's needed, hundred percent. It's needed. well, absolutely, and 100%. like, but whether or not it's needed, like, mm -hmm. I think it's just it's a given that it's going to be there. Yeah. Okay. Now, if I th I think for folks mm -hmm. within the board game community, like the tabletop community outside of card games, see secondary markets and see it as a bad thing. <laughs> and like, I, 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 I struggle with how to talk about it. Although they do like secondary markets when they can't get that one expansion <laughs> that's no longer being produced by the game company. And they're like, oh, I really need to get this. Where can I go and get this? No, but then they'll complain about the high price. The, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 what I, but what I'm saying but yeah, what I'm saying I, is like you you can't make you around. can't make everyone happy and like yeah. I feel I don't know like for for us again yeah. being card game players and and Jim more so I feel like Jim <laughs> is more so this way than I am like he'll see a market and basically look at it and be like all right how can I use this to my benefit yeah right yeah. and I think I think that's the right approach like and again mm -hmm. I. I think that's all I'm that's all I'm gonna really kinda say about it just because I know that this topic is just so very polarizing. Yep. Okay. Whether you like it, whether you don't like it, it doesn't matter. It exists. Yep. And it's never gonna go away. Never gonna go away for any TCG or any CCG. Unless it's MTG Arena. But <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens if you don't have a secondary market. Okay. Correct. Correct. <laughs> you just gotta keep buying packs and hopefully, well, I guess you do get the the wild cards. Well, but, but that's how you get the wild out. cards. Yeah. Is you buy packs. I know. It's just uh Can you imagine if you didn't get wild packs? That's exactly what it would be like if mm -hmm. there was no secondary market. You'd just be like, Oh, I got this pack. I didn't get it. Yeah. Next pack. I didn't get it. <laughs> and as you're opening packs, you're getting your wild yeah. card. It's just uh yeah. that I feel like that's a whole 
I mean, it that is MTG Arena, like very much definitely def- ties into this episode topic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, oh my word. So, all right. Well, Pokemon Jim, does phenomenal. Now, what do you mean does phenomenal? Like, so or you're talking about the you're talking about Pokemon TCGO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the trading online, card game online client. Their online stuff that they have set up is phenomenal. You're able to trade packs mm. for individual cards. Or you can trade anything for anything. You can anything. trade anything for anything. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I mean, they did a phenomenal job oh, by so giving good, players dude. the uh, the basically the option or the ability just to have yeah. just to have a, a, a marketplace. Yeah. For your collection, yep. because in all these digital games, you it is your collection, yep. right? They are your cards. Yep. Now again, and that's why. And, and again, we could we could we could take this into into an, another discussion of NFTs, right? Yeah, I know. Because I was like, are you they really yours? But right, though? right, right. Exactly. <laughs> because what I was going to say was the moment the moment that client goes offline, yeah. they're not yours anymore. Yeah. I mean, as you just you, you banned, lost them. If, yeah, if you get banned, if you get like, banned, it's no yeah, yours. It's, they're no longer yours, <laughs> right? You have lost, you've lost it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why, and again, that's why I think and we 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 had an episode where we talked about NFTs, yeah. and that's why again, a lot of people don't like that episode. I know, I know, but but again, again, you have you have the polarization between the yeah. card game community and then yeah. the other board game tabletop community yeah. because. I really think that's where the the divide really is is those yeah. markets and then um again I admittedly I'm very much generalizing here because not everyone who fits the I guess the term of a card game player or a board game player thinks the exact same way right but what I have noticed mm. is many within the board game community see high prices and see um, of of one card, right? And they see that as a bad thing, yeah. right? I see yeah. that as a good thing, right? Yeah. Right, not, again, from multiple <laughs> different aspects, right? Collectors, like the collecting side, the gameplay side, yeah. many, excuse me, many, many different aspects. Yeah. Now, I, and we we can even we could take this into into an area of talking about like flesh and blood, right? Yeah. Because when we when flesh and blood first came out, it's very difficult. I don't want to say it's very difficult to get into the game. It's just it cost a lot of money. Yeah, those uh, it was the fabled equipment cards. Those those things are killer, man. Yeah, they were. They, so yeah, killer. They were, yeah, yeah. From yeah, and uh, to be quite honest with you, I haven't really looked at the market for Flesh and Blood uh, individual singles yeah. recently, um, or kind of like even what competitive decks look like. Yeah. So I don't really know kind of how that has changed or shifted over the past. Uh, I mean, Flesh and Blood has been around for yeah. three years now. Just had their three year anniversary. Oh, wow, it's been that long. Yeah, that's gonna it, be cool. It, it is, but same time, <laughs> I'm like, I remember when it first came out. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's crazy to to think it's been. It's been three years. Wow. So, all right. Um, so, Jim, I, I want I want you to tell us. Okay. So, what what do you like about secondary markets in in card games? Like, cause, because I know I know for you, like you you love card games, you love markets. So, like, what yeah. is it about both of them, or is it just like? Uh, just what is it? What is it that that gets you kind of really excited? Because I know you get really excited about this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a couple reasons, right? Um, I like seeing my collection have a value, especially if it's going up. 
hate seeing it when it goes down. <laughs> yeah, right? right. I like seeing my, right. the assets I own yeah. go up in value. Right. Right. Um, and and being able to kind of manipulate it when new cards are about to come out. Right. Because you're able to see some new stuff that is coming out and being like, all right, I know this card is super undervalued, but we know it works well with a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. And there's sometimes I don't even see the card like Arc Arc Light Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that card at all, dude. I re- I, I didn't see it either. Like yeah. I remember, I remember, I remember when that set came out, and I'm like, I looked at the card, and I'm yeah. like, all right. I mean, I don't understand why this is a mythic, yeah. right? And then, and then we get it, and then the set releases. We get into that standard, yeah. and it's in every single red and is a deck. Every well, it sing- was it was also because of modern. It mm-hmm. shot up because of modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were like, oh, I could easily do two ritual cards that are gonna just or metamorphose mm-hmm. uh to give you back the mana and draw a card so then you're just like oh free cantrip free cantrip play a cantrip for mm-hmm. that two mana mm-hmm. get the cards back from your graveyard at mm-hmm. that point and yeah. just swing in mm-hmm. yeah. and especially when faithless looting was around mm-hmm. when you're like i'm gonna dump these mm-hmm. cards into the graveyard yeah oh it's such a good setup see and i think with that card in particular i think i remember i bought a couple of boxes yeah. of that set right yeah. and i was cracking packs and i i opened like three yeah i opened like three and then when i saw the value of the cards i'm like sick all right <laughs> i mean that paid that paid for like one box yeah it, it paid for like at, at one yeah. box just yeah. those three just those three cards yeah the the thing i really like about watching the market is it's it pays so much attention to the meta analysis yeah. as well right mm-hmm. so it's like when the rares or the mythics just aren't good at all until someone finds that thing and then you just see exactly when it starts to pop mm-hmm. off yeah uh same thing with ledger shredder yeah. I remember seeing Ledger Shredder like four or five bucks. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it like going extremely well in a tournament. And it just started to slowly creep up to $20. Mm-hmm. And and I and I was as soon as I saw it like starting to be really good, or in that uh I think it was around the time we got into that tournament at uh with Avi and the other guys. Okay. Uh is it the A- AF tournament? Is it the AF I tournament? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. say it was like a little bit before then. We started noticing how good this card is. The card is yeah. And I'm like, I could pick this thing up for like five dollars. This card is ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. It's a blue goif, essentially. Um, yeah, in basically. terms of like uh being able to scale and get mm-hmm. to a different power level. Yeah. It's in theory better or worse than goif, because it's not like turn two, he could be a, a five-six. Mm-hmm. Right. It's more of like a turn three, he's a three-four flyer getting I, you value. Yeah, yeah. I was I was going to say I think it's a it's a worse goif because it only triggers once per turn, <laughs> yeah. but it's also a flyer. It, and it's a one it triggers a, each player per yes, turn. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So technically, so I guess it twice. can do it, twice it could a do, turn. It could do twice a turn. Yeah. That's true, um, but it's a flyer, and I think I believe it's a one three body. I uh, believe it starts as a, it's either a one three or a one four. Uh, I it, I want to say it's a one three or a two three. Whatever it is, it goes to a four body uh, when or a four toughness mm-hmm. when uh, when you get the trigger. Yeah, I I think it's definitely it's definitely starts off at one power. Yeah, definitely starts off at one power. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think it's a one three. Yeah. Um. Still but, extremely good. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not downplaying like yeah. how good that card is because yeah. it's definitely very good. Yeah, definitely ridiculous. very good. Um, 
Um, yeah, but I mean, second, the secondary markets pay heavy, heavy attention to the meta, the meta game oh, for whatever yeah. game we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Magic. We're talking about Final Fantasy. We're ta- whatever the game we're talking about. Yeah. It relies heavily on the meta. Okay. Yeah. Now, but but what does this also kind of necessitate? It necessitates these games being big. Okay. Yep. It necessitates people playing these games. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if your game, if the game you're playing has a large following, that means people are look, there's a lot, the pool, the potential pool of customers is a lot higher who are looking yep. for those cards. Okay. Yep. And so if you have a game that is barely played by anyone, I mean, yeah, you might have a, a marketplace that's chock full of these cards, mm-hmm. but if nobody's looking to buy those cards, then what do you think the prices are going to be? Those prices are going to be low. Yeah. Most, most most likely, likely. most likely they're going to be low. I mean, you yeah. could you could price yours at two hundred dollars, and <laughs> but again, but again, it doesn't matter what you price it at. Okay, it matters at it matters at what people buy what people it for. Yeah. That's that's what matters. Yeah. Okay, uh, a little bit later, we're going to talk about kind of different markets, different marketplaces mm-hmm. like auctions, and why I hate, I do not like looking at auctions. Yeah. As yeah. as indicators for literally anything, there can be a lot of reasons as to why something mm-hmm. goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, but but we'll talk about that kind of later on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of want to go, and I I just talked about one of the things, but I, I want to touch on like when you look at these secondary markets, like what do these what do these games kind of need and and necessitate mm-hmm. for there to be an actual secondary market? Okay, mm-hmm. so the the first thing. We'll just I'll touch on it again since I just mentioned it, but it's a following yep. and a a a following and people playing your game. Okay. Like you you need that. Magic's been around for 30 years. Okay. It's the largest card game, at least at least in North America. Mm-hmm. Um I I hesitate to say the world because I know it's not played in Japan. It's it's not the biggest card game in the world. It's it's it's, it's not not in the East. Yeah. Definitely not in the East. Yeah. But 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 I what I the and the reason again I hesitate because the market the it it dominates it dominates the West. Yeah. It dominates the West. But then I have to look at how, what does the market in the West look like in the East? Mm-hmm. You know, and I so the market in the East, everything tends to be like very popular though. Right. Like there's right. so many card games right. that they have over there that we don't have here mm-hmm. that are just booming still. Yeah. Like yeah. they still have Force of Will. Yeah. They still have Duel Master or Kaijudo. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it's Duel Masters there. It, it kept the original name. Okay. Um here Wizards of the Coast bought it. Kaijudo game died. Mm. Like around ten years ago. I Is forget. that because Wizards bought it? Uh I don't think so. <laughs> um because I the didn't game, think so. I just like Duel Masters kind of here died and that or was dying and then they bought it and like it just continued so okay. it just never really popped off here okay um but in the or in the east it's still very popular okay. same thing with force of will overseas okay. it's really good okay um okay so again in order to in order for there to be a secondary market okay mm-hmm. um again there needs to be a following um i've got i've got a couple of thoughts but what would you think is also like another thing that's needed for there to be a secondary market in the game? Another thing needed to be a, for there to be a secondary market mm-hmm. in a game, yeah. Other than people, yeah. Demand. Other, 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 other than the demand, yes. Uh, 
Because I mean, we just so so that <laughs> well, yes, I mean, correct, correct. Yeah. So so there's the demand, right? What yeah. I mentioned was basically the demand. Yeah. Okay, so and I think the demand necessitates, you know, there's people demanding that product, right? Yeah. And so yes, supply. Yeah. Okay, there needs to be a supply. So like, let's let's dive into that a little bit. Like, what does it mean for there to be a supply, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there needs to be cards there needs to be an actual game there needs to be cards there needs to be people supply um uh, what's what i'm looking for manufacturing there we go manufacturing the cards okay so like was so again let's let's look at magic right i mean how many new sets are released on a yearly basis now too many to count four main sets (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's four main sets uh one commander set, I think. No, the the now year. there's now there's like commander I'm, sets. For... I mean, like the yearly one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the yearly yeah. commander set. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, All it's like every single layers. set. They're like, oh, here's two or yeah. four more. Yeah. I think it tends to be two, right? A uh, commander sets. I think. I think it tends to be two now. I think. I was meaning when every set comes out, they make like the. The decks oh, that the go decks. With it. Is yeah, it two yeah. or did they like change it to four? I forget. That, exactly. That's a good question. I think it's two now. Okay. I believe it's two. Like with the main commander set, there's like four. Yeah. I think there's a, there's like four. Um, okay. But with the commander decks for the main sets, I okay. think there's two. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff we're that getting, gets released. Uh, that's what uh, the eight for each main or two each main set. There's four main sets. Eight from that. Four from. The yearly, so we're looking at at least twelve commander decks mm-hmm. that come out. Mm-hmm. On top of every single the yearly masters set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Or whatever they call or it. Or because now whatever it's it like um, different names. Oh, man, it was the the modern set. The modern masters one? No, it's not modern. modern. Ma- what what was what was the those recent sets? Um, it was, was the one that Hogak Hogak was in. Oh, uh, Modern Horizons. There we go. Modern Horizons. Yeah, the yeah. modern sets. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Modern Horizons. And then they yeah. did Modern Horizons 2. <laughs> um, but those sets were very, very popular. Yeah, they and were. And that was why they did Modern Horizons 2. Yeah. And super changed the game. It absolutely did. Super changed. Very, modern. very much oh, did. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And mo- modern, I mean, modern is an, is an extremely popular format. Yeah for the game and so for them for them to print cards specifically for that format was big was 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 huge so like it i mean if wizards was just flooding the market with supply okay that wouldn't necessarily mean anything if there wasn't that demand okay so but because magic is again in the in the u.s in the west because it's so big They'll, they'll flood the market with the supply because they know the demand is there. Yep. And year after year after year, no matter how many people complain about magic, okay, <laughs> the demand is still there. We always complain, Dan. Well, yeah, everybody is. Right, right. And and you know what? The the thing the best thing to do if you're really upset about something is to vote with your wallet. <laughs> it really is, you know. Um, so so again. The supply and the demand is probably the biggest thing, yep. right? And I think I think anything that we touch on will somehow point back to the supply and demand of the cards themselves. Yeah. Okay. So one other thing that I that I had thought of, okay, 
is, you know, secondary markets, these secondary markets, for the most part, for the most part, in the card game world, only come into play when you were talking about TCGs and CCGs. Now, we know that there are plenty of other card games out there, and we've talked about them on the show before, okay? You have living card games, you have LCGs. Um, I mean, you have unique deck games like Keyforge, right? Yep. Um, basically, everything where is you buy the box and then you have everything you need. Um, but the big one that I'm really thinking about is um, expandable card games, you know, which LCGs essentially are, but expandable card games, okay? I, th- I think of a game like Versus, Versus the 2PCG. Yep. That is an expandable card game. Ashes Reborn is, is another one, okay? Yep. There are no really secondary markets for those. Okay. Yeah. Now, for the for the most part, for the most part, there's not. You I mean, again, and we will talk we'll talk in depth about this later. But eBay, you can go to eBay and you can you can find cards like if you're needing something. Okay. Yeah. But again, with expandable card games, the big draw, the big draw for the most part is you buy the box. And you have all the cards that you need. Yeah, right out of the box. Right out of the box. Okay. So if, if it's something to where, you know what, I don't want to spend a lot of money. I know getting into a TCG or CCG is going to cost me money. And it <laughs> it, it will. Like, like there's no getting around it. And people laugh and joke about it all the time. And some people get mad about it. Whatever. It is. Like 100% it yeah. is. And that's not why it, it it's definitely not for everyone. Okay. But again, if it's something you enjoy. It's and you're and you're wanting to be uh, conscious, like budget friendly. You yeah. still definitely can, okay. But again, oh, yeah. we need to have that conversation on a game by game basis, okay. Yeah. Um, buy singles, okay. You always buy singles. <laughs> buy don't singles. don't buy booster boxes. Don't buy packs. If you want to play the game, buy singles and build the deck that you want. Find a deck that yeah. you want and build that deck, okay. Yeah. And then you can have you can have fun. Build a couple decks, mm-hmm. okay. But 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 buy the singles for it, okay? And you know, I, I I'm gonna take this opportunity to preach this, and I will always preach it. You buy singles, buy singles, buy singles, buy singles. Do every it. single card game, every yeah, card, whatever game. one you play. We buy. know it's fun to open packs. We know it's really even more fun to sniff the pack after you open it. <laughs> it's 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 so amazing. <laughs> If you guys don't know, go wrong. buy a pack, <laughs> open it, smell your cards. Go to Walmart, go to Target, <laughs> just buy like one pack of, it doesn't matter, Pokemon, whatever it is, just yeah. buy it. The moment you open it, just sniff it. Yeah, It's like the greatest feeling yeah. in the world. <laughs> take the cards out. I like to take the cards out first and then smell all the cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just Some people, oh, it's, some it's people so crack good. the pack and... Yep. Yeah, I don't do that. Yep, <laughs> I do that. <laughs> I'll do that with one pack, and the next pack I'll do it, like you said, yeah, yeah. pull them out, fan them out. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do that. You know, that. you got to aerate it a little bit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, okay. But again, go, go, so going back to expandable card games, right? Mm-hmm. And we've talked about pros and cons, right? You buy it, – it's very nice to pay – whatever, $20, $30, $40, whatever the cost is yeah. for the box, and then have everything there, okay? But then you have to talk about who's going to play this game with me, okay? <laughs> yeah. Like, typically, expandable card games are not as popular as no. TCGs or CCGs. No. You got a lot easier time going to a local game store, picking up a game of magic, mm-hmm. than you probably have finding a group of people to play champions with. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but, but again, that's not to say you can't do that because you definitely can, yeah. right? It's just typically you'll find more people playing TCGs and CCGs than anything, yep. okay? Um, but again, that is definitely one of the draws of playing these expandable card games is you buy the box, you have everything you need. But again, there is no, there's no, there's no secondary market. No secondary market for the stuff because yeah. why would there be? Yeah, there doesn't really have to be aside from buying the the product of whatever all the cards are in. And, and again, and and okay. so at that question, right? Why would there be now? Because that brings us to like, why do secondary markets exist? Like we've kind of touched on like what we like about it uh, from from a financial standpoint of seeing like Jim was talking about seeing his the value of his collection grow, okay, and then being able to sell off parts of your collection for money, right? But like yes, that's a nice thing, but like what's the actual purpose of a secondary market? The purpose of a secondary market is to supply the market to yeah. the folks that demand what's in that market. Yeah. Okay. It's to, if, again, we talk about buying singles. Well, how do you yeah. buy singles? On secondary markets. I got to sell it to you. Right. Because <laughs> typically you're not, like, if I wanted to buy a single yeah. of, uh, if I wanted to buy Tolerand, right? If yeah. I wanted to buy Tolerand, how, how am I going to go buy Tolerand? I'm not going to go to, I can't go to Wizards <laughs> and be like, hey, let me buy that one copy of the card. So it's like, here's a secret layer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a secret layer. Yeah. <laughs> but, but again, these companies like Wizards, right? Yeah. They don't want you to buy the single. You know, it would be kind of cool, or because guess, again, they're about making money and they want to make they want to make the most amount of profit. And buying a single is not going to generate them the most amount of profit. What if what if they just go on like EDH Rec, find out what the most commonly used cards are, and be like, "All right, this is one of our secret layers. Here's another one. Here's another one." They're top, like, "What are the ones 10, we know top, are just going to be top, bought a yeah, lot?" Yeah, top ten mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, don't I, do that. I <laughs> please don't do that. They'll do that. They <laughs> will do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, it's wizards. They're shameless. Yeah. The is a hundred percent. Well, speaking of of shameless, uh, there's a yeah. card at work I'm picking up. Okay. It's uh one of the most saltiest cards in all of Commander. Oh, dude. Don't. It's a blue card. Dude. Wait, wait, it's a blue card. It's a blue card. It's not winter orb? No, you already know I got that one. I know you already got. Also, that that's one. not the saltiest card in, uh, that people have voted for in EDH. Right? Oh no, w it, no, Winter was number two. Yeah, it was number two. What, what's what's <laughs> this, what's the we talked about this? What was the saltiest? Uh, I believe it's called Stasis. Oh, it is Stasis. And I'm picking that bad boy up. Is that going into Tolerant? Oh yeah. Oh is. my word! <laughs> I hate you so much right now, dude. It was so cheap. It was a super cheap card. How like, much was it? I'm able to get it for like four dollars. Really? Four bucks. Which printing? Uh, it's an old, older white border one. I don't know the exact printing. Wow. Yeah. I hate you. I players skip so their great. players skip their untapped steps at the beginning wait. of your app. Your upkeep sacrifice stasis unless you pay a blue. Yeah, I'll pay one. Not oh, a problem, Dan. My goodness. Ah, <laughs> oh, stasis. It's beautiful. Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. <sighs> I just ruined Dan's night. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he straight up did. Oh my word. I hate that card. Oh goodness. Yeah, it's good. Um, okay. So secondary markets, again, 
you love them, you hate them, whatever, whatever. They're not going anywhere. And, and yep. again, we're, we're, ta- we're talking about this from strictly the standpoint of TCGs and CCDs, trading card games and collectible card games. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, secondary markets exist for literally everything. Okay. Literally. Now, they do exist <laughs> for, for expandable card games. Yep. Okay. But again, like you're not going to be looking, you're, you're not, typically, you're not going to be looking at like uh, a, a, a market that's very full. Junkyards are your local game store for your cars. <laughs> Change my mind. Wait, say that again. Junkyards are your local game stores for cars. Junkyards <laughs> are your oh, okay. <laughs> your car is your deck. You need to go get a hubcap. Yeah. You, go to, you need a, yeah. a brand new uh, side mirror replacement. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go in there first. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So using that metaphor, what would the secondary market be? Uh, because what you're saying is eBay. you said, they- <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, all right, okay. So <clears throat> going off of that, let's 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 talk about that. Okay, all right, let's talk about it. So so like, okay, Jim, what is eBay? eBay is a website that allows you to post whatever it is you're selling on there for other people to go buy it if they want. Is eBay secondary market? <sighs> eBay is definitely a, a, at least a secondary market. Yes, but but what what does eBay have that? So again, when 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 I when I say secondary markets in in talking specifically talking about it in within the context of TCGs and CCGs, yeah. okay. There's one site that I use all the time. It's tcgplayer.com. It's we don't have it. We standard. don't have an affiliate link yet. We need to get one. We should get one soon. Yeah, we should. We need to get it. We need to work on we that. We need to work on that. <laughs> um, but that's where I go uh, for basically any – if I'm trying to find a card, a single for any card game, I go to 100%. tcgplayer.com. If it's not there, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably not. Or it's one of the nine cards banned from Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if that's the case, then I go to eBay. Then we go to eBay, and they're like, "Oh, you got to pay double for it now." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." All right, so that's where I always go. And TCG Player is really nice because yeah. it has this tool where you can look at the price history. All right, the the it's, it's basically the market. The market price history yep. Yep. of individual cards yep. of whatever you're looking for. Okay, yep. when I was when I was building my Final Fantasy decks, TCG Player building Commander decks, I always, 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 100 percent of the time go to TCG Player, D- TCGPlayer.com. This is not a sponsored spot, by the way. Maybe one day, maybe one <laughs> this day. This is it. Sounds it totally sounds like a sponsored and spot. It just by Channel Fireball. Um, I think so. Yeah. There was definitely, yeah, I think yeah. I think they did. You're able to get articles on there now of the, uh, yeah. the Channel Fireball mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, so TCGplayer.com is is phenomenal. It's, it's phenomenal. a phenomenal marketplace for <laughs> um, TCGs and CCGs. That needs to be aptly our, named. Yeah. That needs to be our next one we can get. Yeah. Like yeah, Audible. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. Our sponsor, TCG. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Okay, but, but but anyway, enough with that. Okay. Yeah. Now with TCG Player. Okay. What you're doing is again, it's that it's the marketplace. Okay. It it shows you what the market average of these cards are. Yep. It gives you market high, market low, market median. Yep. Um, what you can look to sell for, what you can look to buy for. Yep. But again, you're not naming any price. It's the seller is naming the price. Okay. Yep. But they're also competing with all these other sellers. With so a if, lot of people. 
So if you are trying to sell a card and the average price of that card or the, the average sale price of that card is $5 yeah. and you put your price in for that card at $15, most likely someone's not going to buy that card because there's plenty of other copies yeah. in the market that are priced at the $5 mark. Yep. Okay. Yep. Now you could undercut that, which is what most, which is <laughs> where, it, again, this is the playing the market. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> but eBay is not like that. Yep. eBay is an auction site. Yep. You can name your price on there, like through buy it now. Okay. Yep. But eBay is not, it is a marketplace. But the fact that it is an auction marketplace means, in my mind, specifically when we're talking about TCGs and CCGs, right? In the card game market, it's not the best place to go or look, look, look at that data because it's yep. all based on auctions okay so there's a there is a difference there's a little bit of difference there but but however what i will say is it's still the price that someone's willing to pay for a thing yeah, yeah. so from that standpoint like it's it's still very similar because it is a price that someone's willing to pay yeah. but within the card game market though like most people don't go to eBay. Most people yep. go to TCG Player, Card Kingdom, yep. all these 100%. other sites. Yep. Okay. And so <clears throat> you have eBay here when talking about card games, right? Mm -hmm. But then you have TCG Player up here. So why, when we're talking about card games, why would I look at the data from eBay when you have way more data from TCG Player up here? And then, so that's why I don't like looking at eBay yep. for, for stuff like this. Yep. Uh, I, I mean, I know you've got comments on this, so you go. You just, you go, man. <laughs> I don't want to throw my work no, under no, the no, no, bus, no, Dan. No, no, no. <laughs> Do it respectfully, Jim. <laughs> you know, it's, but, it's but, actually gotten better. They are good. allowing me to do whatever it is I want with cards. Okay. Because they know. They know you know. They know that I know <laughs> what it is I'm doing. Yes. And yeah. uh, they've been they've been turning or uh, yeah just they, we've been flipping through a lot of Pokemon cards lately yeah, yeah. Uh, magic stuff I haven't really gotten to work on that um, but my knowledge for Pokemon is growing mm -hmm. which I'm really happy because I know like an okay amount about the Pokemon TCG mm -hmm. but I'm learning so much more now mm -hmm. um, and like with magic I'm able to, like sure I'm a little bit out of the loop. Um, but I'm able to, I think I'm able to get that one back a lot easier than Pokemon. Than Pokemon, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, having having Goldfish is uh, another huge oh, benefit for yeah. Magic players. Yeah. Uh, so mtggoldfish.com. We've talked yeah. about that site before. Um, yeah. But that is another phenomenal resource. It is my second most used website for Magic. Mm -hmm. TCG players number one. Yeah, yeah. But Goldfish, if we're talking about specifically for competitive play, Goldfish is my number one. Um, I think there's three big there's three big um, um, websites that I use. Yeah. Okay, TCGPlayer.com, yeah. MTG Goldfish, yeah. and EDH Rec. Yep. Those 100%. are the three biggest one, uh, websites that I use 100%. for um, magic cards <laughs> and magic uh, yeah. mark the market for yeah. magic cards. They have stuff on Goldfish <laughs> for like commander decks, but I don't yeah. think it's near. It's, it's not, not even remotely as good. No, because I mean. EDH rec was built specifically, specifically for, for that. Yeah. For that. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. But everything else, if you're looking for competitive formats, not 
All right. I don't I don't ever call EDH a competitive format. No, me neither. <laughs> ever. I don't care I that do. you got competitive EDH. I don't yeah, I don't no. care. <laughs> I don't care. All right. Come talk to me later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Oh um, and so and uh so like sure we have these things, but Goldfish is really good for all the other formats, pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. And um what were we even talking about before? <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah, my rant for work. Your, yeah, your rant okay. for uh, – your basically your eBay rant. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I first got in there, I have i don't even know how long I've been working there. It's three, been a while. Three, four months yeah, now? It's been a while, I don't know. Yeah. And so when I first got in there, right, they were telling me to to utilize the eBay that for, for cards. I'm like, mm-hmm. ugh, that hurt me. Yeah. Okay? Like it hurt me so much. <laughs> yeah. And like – I was taking my sweet time doing it, and then yeah. they were like, "Oh, you did that pretty fast." I'm like, oh, "I can't believe I did that fast." Yeah, <laughs> and so, uh, and so they they learned more and more that like I'm, I kind of just really know what it is I'm doing yeah. with the cards. And um, one day, my my bosses had a meeting, and they were like trying to figure out what what stuff they could be changing with the workplace. Mm-hmm. And they were um, my assistant manager brought up like. Jim kind of knows what he's doing with the cards. I think just like let him do, yeah. you know, his stuff. And uh, these this like last week, I've been doing like nothing but doing stuff with cards. Is it mostly Pokemon cards? Yeah, mostly yeah. Pokemon. Uh, they have a little bit of magic. Some guy actually just bought out all their bulk in oh, the last really? month. Yeah, really. Yeah, bought all of it. Hmm. So we just have was it two was binders. was there anything good in the bulk? I don't know. I didn't go through it. Oh, you didn't go through this it. This was before. This was. They had it all set up before I even got there. Oh, I got you. So, um, yeah, it was. I I haven't really done anything with magic for them. It's really just been Pokemon. Yeah, just Pokemon. Yeah, so Pokemon is so much fun, guys. Yeah, it's a great game. It's a great card <laughs> game. And uh, there were a few times where before, like this last two weeks of them just now really letting me do stuff with with cards, however it is I want. Mm-hmm. Um, they would see me on TCG Player, and they're like, "Oh, are you also are you using eBay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm u- utilizing both of these." Um, which I was really That's just using. Yeah. I was really just <laughs> using TCG Player. Yeah, unless it was Jap- uh, foreign cards. Uh, TCG player is depending on the card, you really can't find foreign ones on there. It's really difficult. Okay. So that's when I started using eBay to kind of get a pricing for it. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of still what I do now Mm -hmm. because we have a good amount of foreign cards. So I'll go Mm -hmm. on eBay for the foreign stuff. And, uh, sometimes if the card is just a little bit older Mm -hmm. and on TCG player, there's there's like drastically different numbers or if there's mm-hmm. not a lot of listings, I'll yeah. try and see what's on there, see what the last couple uh, pricings bought were as long as it's in the same condition, right? If it's mm-hmm. lightly played or MP and then cross-reference that on eBay okay. and try to find some middle ground that I would be happy with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, one thing that uh, I, I just thought of too um, – <clears throat> You know when I was talking about like uh, eBay being here, TCG Player being here, yeah. like that's also you got you got to look at the numbers, right? Yeah. If 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 eBay, you see, okay, well the average sale price is twenty dollars. Well, how many sales is that based off of? <laughs> yeah. Two. Yeah. Is that two sales? And then you go to TCG Player, they've got a thousand sales, yeah. and the average price at a thousand sales was four dollars and fifty six cents. Yeah. I am way more likely to 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 use that four dollar and fifty six yeah. cent mark yeah. than the twenty dollar mark that's based off of two sales. Yep. Okay, but people, most people, just see, oh well, the average price. 
but what is that average based off of? Yeah. The the thing that I've learned about uh, eBay is you're able to look at sold items and completed ones, mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell if like you don't look at the listing, like what yeah, it's listed for yeah. or what. No, you look at what sold. Is, like has what been was sold. sold for? Yeah. And so it's it's a lot uh, nicer when you can see like one of those crazy ridiculous prices mm-hmm. and you're like all right this could have been some form of market manipulation um mm, yeah and right. rather right. than being like you know market manipulation on tcg player is oh the going rate for this card the tcg mid is twenty dollars i'm gonna put it to two hundred dollars yeah. i'm gonna sell my copy for two hundred dollars increasing the tcg mid by like 10 bucks mm-hmm. or something like that yeah you know? right right uh which is one reason a lot I personally don't like to go off TCG mid because you can have that form of fluctuation a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, so which price do you like to look at on TCG player? Uh, what I've what I've really been into recently is kind of low, but it's really just looking at verified users and the first page of all the verified users. Oh, okay. So if one is say like fourteen dollars and the one all the way at the bottom is like twenty. I'll just average it out at that okay. point. It'd be like sixteen okay. bucks. Okay. So, okay. Because if they want, they could get it cheaper. It's just going to take them a couple of days. Who knows how long? Or it's 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 just being competitive with the other prices that they're able to get it for. Okay. Which I like. Okay. Um, okay. So now, now I want to really bring this to where I really wanted to start talking about this. Okay is yes. applying this to Disney Lorcana. Okay. Now I've I have I've thought about kind of taking this portion and kind of like um like re-recording this in a mm-hmm. smaller version. Yeah. Um because I think within the Lorcana community, this is I don't want to say it's been a hot button issue, but people have been talking about this. Yeah. Okay. All right. So right now um when, so Disney Lorcana was announced in uh, late September. I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, late late September, and um, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it was late September, early early to late September. Um, okay. I, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but it has not been announced for a long time. It's yeah. it's it very very little time has yeah. passed. Okay, and so we've touched on. We talked about the cards that were, oh God, we're spoiled. October? Yeah, dude. October's almost October, over. October's almost over. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I just October's had a almost over. Revelation. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so they they released uh, seven cards, I think. Um, if you <laughs> want to, we'll we'll make sure we link our analysis video of those cards. Um, okay. But th- these seven cards, they had special printings for the D twenty three Expo. Okay. As as was a surprise to literally no one, okay, um, people bought these cards and sold them, okay, or put yep. them up for auction, and <clears throat> there um, there have been prices that are in the thousands, excuse me, in the thousands of dollars, which, again, I think surprises literally no one, yep. okay, because we're talking about Disney, and Disney is a massive Massive company with a massive, massive following. And I mean, there are people who are called Diz nerds for a reason. Okay. That's a thing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now that I'm not saying anything negative about people, you know, who are 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 that Disney nerds. I I, I know plenty of people of who are like that. It's yeah. not it's it, it's fine. It's a thing. Yeah. Um 
but but <clears throat> there have been lots and lots of speculations and people saying why we think this is a good thing for Lorcana, blah, 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 blah. Now, do do I think, well, Jim, I'm going to ask you first, do you think card selling for that (sighs) amount of money, these cards, do you think that's a good thing for Lorcana? Uh, Yes and no. Okay. I think when you're able to title things of being like ridiculously expensive for a game, it's going to bring so much hype to it. Yes. When we talk about Agreed. the thing that, that like Logan Paul bought his quarter million dollar Charizard, yeah. whatever it was, and like a bunch of more people started getting into it. It's like, yeah, sure. That's going to bring, that could bring people into it, build yeah. the hype up. Yeah. Um, is it? It's long- marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it a long-term thing? Does it actually, could it actually change the game? Uh, no, it's, I just think it's some hyped up thing mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think that is sustainable. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, I think, <clears throat> I mean, hype is hype, right? Yeah. But I think too many people equate hype to literally anything else. Yeah. But I think, I think you need to recognize things for what they are. Yeah. And hype is hype. Hype can be good. Hype can be bad. Okay. And right now, Disney and Ravensburger are riding this hype train for yeah. all that it's worth. Now, like, I don't blame them for it. Yeah. I absolutely do not blame them for it because yeah. they're trying to generate interest in a product yeah. that has not even been released. Has We know literally nothing about. No, nothing. We know nothing about it. But they are riding this for all it's worth. Yep. Okay. Which you need to do. Like, you need to get people interested in this. Yep. Okay. Um, now, before we continue, I want there's a, there's this Polygon article, okay? And the title of this article is The High Price of Disney Lorcana Cards is a Good Sign for Fans of Collectible Card Games. It's a sign that the TCG market is growing beyond just Magic and Pokemon cards. Uh, okay, that's not necessarily wrong. <laughs> like, that, that second statement is not wrong. It's a sign that the TCG market is growing beyond just magic and Pokemon cards. Now, again, I'm, I'm going to read the first paragraph in this article. We're already past those two, man. We got so many more. Ca- Whatever. Yeah, ahead, right, yeah. right. But but again, yeah. you need, and I, and I say this to folks within the Lorcana community too, like I think everyone needs to, I want every, I, I want people to be realistic, Okay. Yeah. And like, I, I want this game to succeed. I want this to be a very good game. I yeah. want to have fun with this game. Okay. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't want the game to die a year after it's, it's released. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm, while I'm all for everyone being hyped and excited, because again, I'm, I'm very much excited for this. Okay. Yeah. I am also looking again at the long line, the history of what's come before Lorcana, because there've been game after game there've been so many card games so that have come before games. that have come and then died okay yeah. and so like that's what worries me okay because i am cognizant of the past yep. so i'm like i want to be excited but i don't want to get my <laughs> hopes up and them just have them dashed <laughs> you know so like i'm just you know that that's like where my head is at okay yep. so i'm going to read this first paragraph from the article 
All right, it says, the first cards for Disney Lorcana, a new collectible card game from Ravensburger, were unveiled at D23 less than two weeks ago. Now, fans who attended that event are rushing to place those seven cards up for auction. Trouble is, no one even knows how the game is played since the rules haven't been released yet. Nevertheless, bids for those first few cards are already exceeding $2,000. It's clear evidence that Lorcana is off to a great start and an even bigger sign of a coming surge in new CCGs. I call BS kind of. And again, my, my reason my reason for this yeah. is because Disney is such a huge property and people could be flocking to this just because it's a new Disney thing. Yeah. Like Fl when Flesh and Blood came out, there was a lot of talk around Flesh and Blood and people were excited, people were playing this game yeah. and were saying so many good things about it. And so like the hype was there, but again, this was from something that was unknown from somebody who I, I was very unfamiliar with yeah. and knew yeah. nothing, yeah. but they just celebrated their third birthday and flesh and blood is a, a, is, is touching the big three. <laughs> like it's, it's encroaching up there, yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This Lorcana is from a massive, massive property. So. All this excitement is a very it's it is possible that it's just from people who are like, oh, a new Disney thing. I love Disney, so I'm gonna get in on this. Yeah. That could be what it is. Do I think that's what it is? There's a definitely some of it. There's definitely some of it there. There's there's one thing that I was gonna say or tell Dan before uh we got into the podcast. And he okay. was like, wait, don't say it. Oh yeah. Just say it yeah. live. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it live. <laughs> And so the the thing that I was thinking about is, right, how many times do you hear people say, oh, I had these cards back in the day. If only I knew, if only I knew what I know now of how much these cards are, I would have put so much more into it. I would have mm -hmm. taken better care of my stuff. Yeah. And not even just card games. All the time. All A the, lot all of different time. collector oh, things. Yeah. People, come into, uh, call, yeah. people come into work and they see like toys from the 70s still in box, really good condition. Yeah. And they're like, this thing's $300 now. I had this on my eighth birthday yeah. and yeah. I still remember blah, blah, yeah, blah. For sure. And it's like. I think people are utilizing that kind of knowledge or fear with uh, getting into this Disney stuff and being like, mm -hmm. if this is the next Black yeah. Lotus, if this is the next Charizard, if yeah. this is the next whatever it is, they're like two grand for it when in 20 years it could be quarter of a mil. See, and I'm, I'm yeah, I, 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 I see what you're saying for sure. Now, like... And the other thing too is all these cards that were from D23, yeah. they are 100% collector's items. Yeah. So, and the, cause the way that I view it, these cards in particular is just that they're collector's items. I, I take it, I think it's separate from the game itself. Yes, yeah. they're from the game. You can use them in the game, right? But because they are distinct, they have this distinct stamp. They have this unique folding process for them that it makes them collector's items. Yeah. So I think I have to view all of these auctions and all these prices <laughs> through the lens of it is a collector's item, okay? Yeah. Yes, it's from a game, but these prices do not necessarily mean that the game is going to be successful. Now, I think the game, when, when this article said it's clear evidence 
I don't think it's clear evidence that Lorcana is off to a great start. Okay. I just laughed when you said it's clear evidence. No, it, no yeah. it's not. <laughs> right. Because, because again, like if this was flesh and blood, yeah. like something that was 100% so unknown to the entire market, yeah. absolutely. This is, yeah. this is evidence of something, Yeah. but because yeah. this is from Disney, just because it's from Disney, like I, I have to view it through that lens. I yeah. think we all have to view it through that lens. Now, again, this also, this might sound like I'm like saying negative things about Lorcan. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about the game. We're excited for it. We want to play it. Yeah. I'm just saying we need to be realistic. Yeah. I think we need to really see what's happening here because again, like, like e economists and people who analyze markets, they need to be realistic yeah. when they're making their analysis and their predictions. Yeah. They can't just blindly say, oh, well, this is this is going to be so good for this thing. And then it, <laughs> when it turns out they're way wrong, well, that has actual real world implications. Yeah. Now, our analysis or anything does has zero implications. People being being speculative and <laughs> and and riding the hype doesn't have real implications on anything. Right. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that. Um but what I'm just saying is I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of factors here. There's a lot of things that I think I think um you need just just you just need to look at, right? So um is is it a good thing that these prices are really high? These these cards have been selling for high. I don't know. Like I I don't think it's good or bad. Like yeah. it's good for the people selling it because they're making money off it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't think that it means anything for the game of Lurkana itself. Yeah. At this stage. Yeah. At this stage. And and one other thing I was thinking about is since we don't even know how to play the game. Yeah. People that are like, oh yeah, this one is is definitely the best one of the the six, yeah. the seven cards. Yeah. Which and we've like, done that. We've yeah. said that. Yeah. Which which at that point, right? If. People are then whatever one was selling the highest is what I was pretty much saying. Oh yeah, yeah like whatever one is selling the highest of people just being like, oh yeah, this is the best one of of all of them. And then it's like we find out how the game's played, and it's not remotely close to being the best one of those. Or if all seven of those cards are just <laughs> are like bad, they all they're all bad. Yeah, honestly, right, right, right. <laughs> and like there's some little treasure in the set that's coming out that people don't even know of, and yeah. that's the one. That's the card you got to be looking But see, for. like, I think I think with all these cards, I think the Mickey one was the one that sold the highest. Yeah. But why? Because it's Mickey, Mickey yeah. right? Again, it's Mickey, the yeah. most prevalent um, character in the entire <laughs> world of, yeah. of Disney, yeah. right? It's Mickey Mouse. He's the protagonist. Yeah. Of Disney. <laughs> yeah. So, again, is, does that surprise literally anyone? No, no. Of course not. Because it's Mickey. And there are people who collect all things Mickey. Yeah. So, if they see a Mickey thing, I need to add that to my Mickey collection. Yep. Okay. So, my entire point through all – through talking about the secondary market and Lorcana at this point, at this stage, okay, is – it doesn't mean anything for the game of Lorcana itself, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Um, because there are so many other, we talked about people collect Mickey things, people collect Disney things. Um, I collect everything from Sleeping Beauty. Oh, there's there's a Maleficent. Yeah. I need to get I want to get that card to my collection. My good example, my brother-in-law loves Stitch, yeah. is a huge Stitch fan. He would be the type of person who would say, Oh, I want to get that Stitch card because I love Stitch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
does does he play Lorcana? He might, but <laughs> hates TCGs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's not the biggest card game fan. Uh, but this is the game which might get him into that. That um actually. I sent him that specific oh, card man. and said, "Dude, they're making a they're making a Disney TCG." Oh, <laughs> he so sent funny. he sent the the eye emoji back and was like, "Oh, oh, I gotta look at this, yeah." <laughs> so, but but again, he'd be the type of person who, oh, yeah. I see Stitch. I need that because, I mean, um, his he has so many things that are just Stitch. Yeah. He loves Stitch. He's a big Stitch guy, yeah. which I get it, you know, and so. There are things like that that, again, <laughs> that affects markets yeah. because the market is not serving just these people who play that game. Yep. It serves these other different types of collectors. You know how many people are going to want to get the Elsa cards? You. Uh, so many people. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Like, you're not right. even just me. You're right. But you know how yeah, many 10-year-old yeah. girls out there are going to want to <laughs> take my Elsa cards? Yeah. So many, but again, and and again, like this is the exact reason why I think comparing this to Pokemon is is a better discussion to have than talking about magic. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because there are so many similarities yep. to that. I wonder what the percentage of Pokemon like players or people that have Pokemon cards actually play the game mm-hmm. versus just yeah, oh I just sure. have these cards. Yeah. Absolutely. You're, you're, you are 100% correct. I, I feel like we could maybe find that out. Maybe. But you would also kind of be mixing those people in with people who haven't gone to any local game stores for tournaments. Yeah. Because when we found out with Magic, it was like 10 or 15% of people have, of all like Magic yeah, uh, yeah, people yeah. in that like last year time frame. I, well, I, I think it was exactly. less than 10%. It was yeah. something like that. Yeah. I want to say it was around 10%. And uh, have stepped in and had a local tournament experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is just pretty much either they collected it, which I I don't really see uh, magic being like more collectible than than Pokemon. It's like yeah, it's not, not even close. Not. Um, the only thing the the only people who are collect who would collect it, I think, who would be people who were around from its inception yeah. and were collecting like the power nine. And yeah. yeah. The really like that's cards. a different kind of collection. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, right. 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 It's you're like, collecting it for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's and for Pokemon. You're literally collecting one of every single like bulk common as mm. well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And people yeah. are happy with that. It's like magic. It's like, Oh, I got six of them. Toss this mm-hmm. card. I don't even want any of mm-hmm. these cards. Yeah. Um, so, like, for, for Pokemon, I would love to see what those numbers are. Yeah. But I, it would mix in with the co- the amount of collectors and the people who just play, mm-hmm. you know, at their mm-hmm. kitchen table. Yeah. I, and, you know, I'm just going to say this right now. Like, I, I have – I have – I don't want it to seem like I'm coming off as negative about Lorcana and like the markets because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I cannot wait for this game to come out because you're not ready for the amount of content. Guys, like, you're not ready for the amount of content that we're going to be putting out for this game. Dan is huge into Disney <laughs> and big into card games. <laughs> it's literally wrong. the thing he is like, I will do all of this content. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm down. <laughs> He's not wrong, man. <laughs> like, there's no, probably no other channel that is like bigger into card games yeah. and Disney than yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we were doing all the villainous stuff, yeah. it's like, if you watch all those right, except videos. For maybe those guys. <laughs> but that's not a card game and it's not competitive. <laughs> well, but we think it is. <laughs> 
true. I think it's a card yeah, game. Yeah, we think it's a card game, and nobody else does. Yeah, they're like, it's a board game. I'm like, guys, you're li- the only difference is you're using the board to tell you what you can do. Everything else happens with your cards. No, but what I, what I, what I was trying to say was, like, if you watch those videos, like, I was very excited playing those games because, like, I think Ravensburger did a phenomenal job <laughs> at making you feel like you were those villains. Yeah. And that's why I'm yeah. super excited for this because, like, I I want to have that feeling again. Yeah. Around like a strictly a straight up card game. Like yeah. I'm I'm super intrigued and very excited about this. So <laughs> so again, like we're excited about this. We're gonna be making great, we're making to make amazing content yeah. surrounding this game. Yeah. And that's also why I'm like I'm very hesitant to do anything that's speculative because I'm just like, I don't know. Like I, I cause we I, know nothing. We don't know. We right? know nothing. Right. Once they're like, this is how you play the game. We're going to be in. like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Don't mind if I exactly, do. Now exactly. let's really look at these character yeah, yeah. cards. <laughs> um, now here, here's the thing. What I, what I want to do this too. Okay. Is because I, we haven't done this yet. Um, there is, and I need to have a talk with somebody. Okay, but there is a there's a website that's called it's lorcania.com. Whoever built this website did a really phenomenal job. Um, but it's 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 basically going to be like a Lumineer. It's basically going to be a site where you can find all the cards, deck lists, meta analysis. Oh, that's awesome. There is a resource resources page. Okay, where you can find official resources, discords, Twitter, oh, wow. YouTube. We need to be linked in this yeah, YouTube. We need to get on, we need to get on this. I need to figure out who I need to them. talk about, talk to to get on here. <laughs> <clears throat> but head to this website. Okay, there's great resources here. There's going to be um, the actual card library. They are shouting out. They're linking the artists who are going to be on here. Oh, awesome. uh, so which is really cool. Yeah. Um, once they have rules, uh, I see that there is no rules listed. <laughs> you don't say, Dan. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> what I wanted to do is I wanted to shout out a few other um, YouTube content creators um, who have been doing pretty good work for, for this game so far. Twilight, Lorcana, um, Lorcana Talk, Illumineers. L- the Illumineers has been doing some really good work. Um, Should have called himself the Illuminati. The Illuminati, yeah. yeah I mean, it's good. there's there's also a channel called the Illumiteers, exploring yeah. the exploring the world of Lorcana, um, mm-hmm. and then Lorcana Talk is a podcast. I believe they're a podcast. A Lorcana Cast is, a, is another podcast you should check out, and the Lorcanist. Um, I'm going to link this so you you can view all the resources here. Um, but mm-hmm. um, the Illumineers was kind of the big one I wanted to touch on. Um, ju- he's straight up just doing Lorcana content so far. Um, definitely want to check him out. <clears throat> so definitely check out, check out that resource list. Okay. Um, so with all that being said, we're, I'm excited for this game guys. Yeah. I'm very much excited. Yeah. Okay. All right. So <clears throat> we're going to, we're going to end it there, but we need to talk about another thing. Yes. What are we talking about, Jim? Dan, it is time for the card of the week. Card of the week. Okay, so we're talking about a Final Fantasy card. Yes. Uh, so the card is Balthier. Am I pronouncing it correctly? I believe so. Balthier. I don't okay. know. Balthier. Um, this is from Opus Two. Okay. So Balthier. Really? He's been out that long. Yeah. This Holy one. Cow. This this card in particular is from Opus Two. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So Balthier is a four a four drop a four drop wind forward. Whenever one of your backups enters the field, activate Balthier. Okay, again, with activate, what that means is 
turn him sideways, turn him face up, okay? Now you can tap him or dull him. So tap, choose a forward, deal it 2,000 damage. Yep. So you can tap it and deal 2,000 damage, back up enters the field, untap it, tap it again to deal more damage. Yeah. Or you can attack <laughs> and then also untap, whatever. And then he has a special ability, Fires of War. You pay that and you pay a wind uh, wind resource. Balthier cannot be chosen by a summon or an ability this turn Ooh. and gains first strike until the end of the turn. Hexproof and first strike. <clears throat> yes. Beautiful. And he has 8,000 power. Ooh, that's a big so boy. that that's that's pretty decent. It's either Balthier or Bal Balthier. I think it's Balthier. Could be Balthier. Balthier. Could Balthier. be Balthier. I don't know. <clears throat> but um, I mean, this is like your this is like a prototypical um wind yeah. wind card, right? Um, restand, restand. Gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna out. tap him, deal some damage on tap, yeah. tap again, and yeah. then just doing that. Yeah, it's one yeah. of my favorite things to do in Magic. Just be able to spell sling and then oh, like yeah. tap my creature, yeah. tap it to ping. Untap. I feel like every game, like any card game that I play, like yeah. I, I always love doing that. Just <laughs> so just really being able to manipulate though the cards like that. So in standard, when those things were were <clears throat> legal, there mm-hmm. was a machine gun build in standard that oh. that really actually taught me how to work the stack. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't understand the stack, you're not going to do well with this. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, but I cast this card and I'm like, oh, oops, I forgot to mm. tap the card. Except the ability goes on the stack to untap it. While that's on the stack, tap your card. You still have mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Untap it. Or, uh, continue with whatever the spell was that you cast it. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. yeah. If, man, and understanding understanding really stacks. to the game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that was, <clears throat> oh, yeah. That was, uh, Oh, I want to say a little bit before the rotation with uh, after whatever uh, Kaladesh. So whatever that set was, uh, Kaladesh, Aether, Kaladesh, Aether Devastation, Revolt, Devastation, whatever the one, yeah. right? Ixalan? Ixalan? Yeah. yeah. Before that, we were able to utilize some of the cards to have uh, Thermal Alchemist oh. and the Firebrand Archer oh. in standard. So that's when I was really learning how, how to manipulate the stack. Yeah. yeah. And that made me a better player to this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So glad I was able mm-hmm. to do it. I think honestly, guys, like if you're card game players, I think you need you think you need to learn how to play magic. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and just play a few games, right? Because I think <clears throat> I, I I'm with you right there. I'm right there with you yeah. about I learning how to play decks like that have made me a better player of, of learning how to use and abuse the stack and how it operates. Okay. It's probably the most complex part about magic. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you're able to know how to do that, everything else you're going to have. One of the first times I was playing commander at grapple. Okay. Um, (laughs) I remember, I remember, (laughs) I remember who said this and I just can't remember the name. Uh, I, it's gonna kill me, and I'll tell I'll 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 try to talk to you after th- about this. But <clears throat> we were playing Commander, and then they did something, and they were like, uh, "I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna cast this, maintain priority, and then I'm gonna do this." And I'm like, "What is that? What is he even talking about?" <laughs> like yep. I was so confused. But then I'm like, "Oh, you can do this, and then th- oh, yeah. Yeah. it's so like you need to be able to really whatever game you're playing, you have to learn the intricacies, yeah. and then really learn how to manipulate." all of your cards and it was so cool. Like learn, (laughs) learn it. It makes you such a better player in all of these other games too. Yeah, for sure. As long as it's like relative, relatively close to magic, 
right? Like, yeah, yeah, right. When right. when it comes to Yu Gi Oh, it's like, okay, do you play Legacy? Then all right, you're gonna you're gonna do fine with Yu Gi Oh. Well, but but I think I think too though, like it it may, it helps you learn to think through problems and solutions. Yeah. Okay, and. Like in this example, we're talking about magic, right? You had to learn how to think through it and then understand yeah. it and then apply it in another situation right. in another thing. But really you're learning all of this problem solving and thinking. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so that's, what's really helping. Mm. So yeah, I mean a hundred percent. So <laughs> anyway, card of the week, Balthier. I really like yeah. this card. Yeah. Um, yeah. And this is a legend, uh, the, a legend, um, rarity. There we go. That's yeah. what I was looking for. And so. it's from final fantasy 12. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are a fan of Star Wars, uh, go check out Final oh, Fantasy yeah, XII. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. Uh, for everyone who's played it, you you completely understand yeah. what I'm yeah. saying. And yeah. anyone who hasn't, if you play it, you'll definitely yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's the episode for today. Uh, yeah. Jim, um, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram at JimMorganHNH. You guys can find me on Twitter at underscore DG Campbell and on Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell. Head over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. You can find links to all our social uh, social platforms there, social content, uh, links to YouTube, pretty much everything you can find on our website. And then if you haven't, head over to YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash hobbiesandhappiness, I believe. Uh, if you if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Like this video if you're watching it. Um, and again, if you're watching the video, you can listen to this podcast when you're out and about. Uh, yep. Find us Apple Podcasts, any podcasting platform. You We're can check everywhere. us out. Um, again, I'm saying this again, guys. I can't wait for Lorcana because I want. I can't wait to make more Lorcana content. Yep. Um, once we know more stuff about the game, I've got a lot of things. I, again, like the type of content we like to do, gameplay strategy stuff. Um, and that's kind of where our bread and butter kind of really lies. So that's why I'm like, I'm really, really, really looking forward, looking forward to this game. So stinking much. So, all right. Well, that's all we got for the week. Thanks everybody for being here. And I want to know, um, do you agree or disagree with us specifically talking about the secondary (laughs) markets for Lorcana? Okay. That's where I really want to know. Um, but I want to know what you guys think about secondary markets in general. Let us know in the comments down below if you're watching, but also specifically you Lorcana people, let us yes. know what your thoughts are. Do you disagree? Do you agree we with? We should reach out and have talk with uh, yeah. some of these other content yeah. creators yeah. with Lorcana. Yeah, well, I, I, I definitely want to. And guys, if if you are Lorcana right. content creators, hit us up and you know let's have let's start some conversations. Let's have yeah. let's uh, let's get some uh, collaborations. We want to join the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just need to call ourselves the Illuminati. How do we join that? <laughs> I hear great things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Thanks, everybody, for being here. And we will catch you in the next episode. See you, everybody. Take care. Um,